Welcome to This Is Not About You, a podcast where we explore the mystery of people to satiate our own curiosities. With Megan, my mother, the therapist, and Leah, my daughter, the teenager. This is not about you. Welcome to This Is Not About You, a podcast with my mother. <gasps> Megan, the therapist. Oh, nice. Yes. And my daughter, Leah, the teenager. (laughs) That is my entire role. Yeah. My entire role is not the therapist. No, 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 no. And that gets us in to... Disclaimers. This is not therapy. It will never be therapy, this podcast. I just happen to be a therapist. Our next one is this is not an Enneagram podcast. We can see where this is going. It might sound like it's going to be an Enneagram (laughs) podcast. I don't even know if I'm saying that word correctly. (laughs) I made Leah think. But this is not an Enneagram podcast, Leah. It's not an Enneagram podcast, and I'll tell you why. Why? We don't know what we're talking about. (laughs) We have read one book on the Enneagram. (laughs) And then spent several months analyzing everyone for every second of the day. And we make ourselves feel like we're experts, but we are not experts. But we will talk about it a lot, but this is not an Enneagram podcast. And the reason we talk about it a lot is because this is the amount we talk about it in real life. Yes. So if you are confused, this is (laughs) what we do all day long. This is what we talk about. We've been in quarantine talking to my friends about the Enneagram. Yep. Okay. So that leads us to why are we starting a podcast? Because we're bored. (laughs) Yes. Because we're bored. We're bored. We're we're socially isolated. And, you know, we figured as we're um, making excuses for why we're making this podcast that it can help all of you feel socially connected. Yeah, that's nice. Okay, and why is this not about you? Because it's about me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. It's about you. It's about-, it's about me and mom, and we're just trying to figure out people mm-hmm. because we are super curious about so, people. So, this is about us. <laughs> this is about us. <laughs> that took a lot of coordination. Um. <laughs> Pandemic. Pandemic. Let's just jump in. Yeah. Pandemic. That happened. So it's still happening. It's crazy. The world is shutting down. Yep. And we're just inside. What's the pandemic been like for you, Leah? Um, well, I am actually doing pretty okay about seventy five percent of the time. Mm. Yeah. You know, there's like the occasional day where I'm just like the vibes are off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm not like super introverted where I need to be alone all the time, Mm -hmm. but I am perfectly happy Mm -hmm. with being alone all the time, which Mm -hmm. means I find myself just like going into my room and reading or crafting Mm -hmm. or doing whatever I do for hours at a time and being perfectly okay. What's interesting about this is some people might not know that your room is <laughs> yes about three feet 
by, I mean, the size of a twin size bed. Yes. Is what it is. But two stories. Yeah, but two stories. <laughs> so for those of you that don't know or haven't been into our apartment, it is three girls in a windowless room mm-hmm. with two bunk beds. Mm-hmm. And we got real creative. And it's like, just imagine a clubhouse with a bunch of teensy rooms inside of one room, and that's what it is. And our whole apartment's pretty small. I think it's about 750 square feet, and we have five people in it and a big dog. And we are stuck in here during quarantine. We actually kind of like each other, so that's okay. I mean, we have an advantage because we're used to being stuck inside a small space. That's true. Yeah, and we're used to being in each other's faces all the time and having to kind of work around each other. So maybe Mm -hmm. we have some advantage in all that. Yeah, you would think it would be harder, but I think maybe it's a little bit easier because of that. Yeah, Yeah, no, because we like each other Yeah, to some extent. Yeah, we're finding ways to work around it. Okay, but it's been hard. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. And We've I, all had our separate moments where we're yeah. just like... And we lost it in different ways and we yeah. continue to lose it. And mm-hmm. I would like to point out that today was really hard. Today was a really hard day. It was a hard day. Yeah, I think it was one of those days and I'm hoping that <clears throat> there's not more of those, but where we slowly all go downhill and have less and less. Yeah, so hopefully that we can avoid that by maybe, you know, maybe this can help a little bit. Yeah. Today was really hard for me. It was really hard for you. Yeah. Which made it harder for everyone else. Maybe that's why it made it harder. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Moms are important, guys. Yeah. So (laughs) what's been hard about the pandemic for you? Well, or what has it been like for you? Well, I want to start with today. Okay. Because today was a hard day. And I've had some hard days. Mm -hmm. But generally, I've been doing okay. But today was a hard day because today is my work day. Um, I have designated work days now. I mean, I did before, but they're kind of, we have to kind of work around each other, but technology started breaking down and that's really hard because your last one hope, you know, I restructured my practice so that I can do telehealth, which I've done before. Well, I've done a lot before, so I'm a little bit more prepared than everyone else. It's just really hard. There's layers of stress and I get to work and technology is breaking down. Platforms aren't working. Internet's not working. My cell phone coverage wasn't working. And that's really hard because I have little kiddos that want to talk to me and have waited all week and asked, you know, like, when's our next play appointment with Megan and get on there and they can't hear me and their faces I see their little faces and they're traumatized and it's killing me and then I get home I don't know what happened when I got home bad things happened you were like fine for 30 minutes and then there was a lot of pessimism happening and (laughs) yeah well it was a scary time for all of us really did you I don't think you noticed this because I think when you are in a certain mood, like in my brain, there are like definitely two separate yous. Yeah. And this connects to your oneness where yeah. when the anger comes and when I say one, for those of you who don't know the Enneagram, the Enneagram is this um, numbered system and there's nine different personality types. Mom is a one. We'll get into that probably later. Yeah. But for now, your oneness, like, so you get this mm-hmm. angry thing. And I think when you're angry... We all have a reaction where, (laughs) like, oh, mom's angry right now. 
and we switch the way we behave. Yeah, well, that's smart. Yeah, no, it is smart of us. Yeah. It's a, this is a learned reaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are all smart. This is why I only want to be around you guys. Because <laughs> you guys know how to act. <laughs> For those that don't know, a one on the Enneagram is a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people got to get it together. Um, yeah, I, I don't feel like my normal reaction is to most things is anger, even I know that sounds awful, but it's more. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> Aw. It's just that I, I, you know, wear it on my sleeve, you know? Yeah, no, it's fine most of the time. Yeah, I don't keep it in. You but know? sometimes she snaps. I'm not a terrorist. <laughs> I'm just saying inst- some people like get sad and insecure and those are their ways of dealing with things. Mine is generally being pissed off. Oh, yeah. About everything. I'm a pretty good person. You are. So, you're a good yeah, person. Actually, and that's really keep, important to you. Yeah, you need to because keep Because you're a one. That. Yeah, because I'm one. You need to keep telling me that. This We're is have maybe, to. don't you realize that maybe this is where like, you know, the self-criticism comes from? It's not low self-worth, right? Yeah. It's that I have self-criticism probably because I am angry all the time too. You know, it's like, why did you do it again? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I wasn't angry today. I was just, I think I was just, I was beaten down a little bit. Yes. Why I say pessimism is because it was different than your normal anger. Yeah. Where it was just like, you know, it really made me feel just like this whole day has culminated in making me feel like I'm living in the apocalypse. Yeah. You know, we're all like downtrodden. Yeah. We had extra coffee this morning. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure got drinking, but I like walked <gasps> out and there was coffee and I was like, what's wrong? <gasps> oh my gosh, you can correlate. <laughs> like we did, there was leftover coffee. That means that someone did not drink enough. Yeah. It was me. Mitchell You're- and Dorcas are listening to this, just shaking their heads. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, and there was just so much all day. I want to like, I should have written out. It was just like a long day of just like kind of disappointments and sadness and grief and all the things. I want to bring up the grief thing because it's clearly really made some waves in our household. So dad read an article. Which I have not read. And I swear is uh, the uncomfortable feeling you're feeling is grief, basically. Yeah. Yeah, Harvard Business Review. That's important. Yeah, it's being passed around the therapist world a lot, mm-hmm. um, and I haven't read it yet. But I think it's just because when I read that title, I was like, "Yeah, duh." Like I, this oh, is yeah, same. I there's a, a few things that I have been telling clients at work when I put on my therapist hat. Mm-hmm. Actually, there was a lot of themes last week. So the first week of us being quarantined came with different messages. <laughs> But this week is really focusing on grief. You know, I started saying that at the beginning of the week and and a little bit last time he's like, let's stop for a second and we can problem solve it at some point. But right now we have to make sure we process grief because we're all losing a ton right now. And we need to be able to say that because if we internalize it and don't act it out, then we're going to have a whole other kind of pandemic. And that's what I'm worried about. I see this like trend in our society a lot where we have to stamp down whatever negative emotions we're feeling because somebody always has it worse than you. Mm -hmm. And that's just like so horrible because we should be allowed to feel our feelings. Yeah. Yeah. 
And that's a good point. That's what I've been trying to tell people too, is that we want to make sure that we process feelings. I'm, I'm worried about us all not processing feelings. Yeah, there's been a lot of themes this, this week, you know, it's ironic because there's some things that today I could have used my own advice, which <laughs> coming back to, you know, what's this like for me? This has been a very, very difficult time as a therapist. And I need to point out like any of the helping profession because I can't think of a time where the helping profession or therapists in general have experienced the same thing as their clients on this degree, right? Like, so you can think of like natural disasters or 9-11 or other humongous tragedies. There's always been other therapists to come in Mm -hmm. and help the therapists or to take care of it so that the therapists can deal with their own life. Yeah, This is like compounded because not only do we need to manage our life and stress at home and our families and our the older people in our lives that we're worried about, but we also have to worry about our clients at the same time, but dealing with the same exact things, which is crazy. It's a weird feeling. I haven't processed it completely, but it's been super exhausting. Yeah. And interesting thing too is for all of our young listeners is telehealth. So a lot of people, like all of you guys are experiencing, you're just doing tons of video, FaceTime, Zoom, like all the stuff, right? Uh, I, I almost said Facebook and then I was like, you guys don't use Facebook. Facebook sucks. Okay. But for the health profession, all of a sudden, everyone is doing telehealth, which I've been doing it for a while, so I feel lucky, but it's hard to describe the craziness that's going on in the healthcare system where everyone's going virtual all of a sudden. So not only are we having to deal with all these feelings and like taking the trauma, and so we call this secondary trauma. So we, you know, have our own trauma, that's first degree, but then you, when you have to listen to other people's trauma over and over again, you also become traumatized. Mm-hmm. Not only do we have that going on, but also we have to learn a completely different skill. Like we just have to. We had to learn how it works, like the technical issues. We had to adapt everything. It just feels different. So it's been extremely exhausting, traumatizing. It's been intense. That's the word. It's been very intense. And then from a mom point of view, it's just hard because I want to be here and I just want to sit and just play video games all day. That's what I really want to do. I was just telling dad, I think I'm grieving that too. I want to just sit and like be a homeschooler mom Mm -hmm. and do a good job at it, especially as a perfectionist. You know, like I just want to do it all right. Yeah, (laughs) but but I can't. I have too much going on. So, So there's a lot of grief and exhaustion. So that's where I'm at. Another thing we should mention, or maybe not should, but will. So our family has been using Animal Crossing <laughs> as an escape. Which is super ironic because <laughs> ironic because Animal Crossing is just an island that you go to and you are stuck with the same people. Yeah, no, it was kind of horrifying at first because I thought I was going to get to, um, you know, cultivate my own little island. But we just ended up on the same island. We're all on the same island. I didn't even get to name my own island. (laughs) Moon milk. Yeah, I'm okay with the name. It's not. She's glaring at us. But I was hoping that I could build my house on the other end of the island. You can. You just have to pay it off first. Okay, we're getting too far into this game. Anyway, my escape is full of the, you know, 
four people I'm stuck with, plus Tom Nook, the strange capitalist. (laughs) 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 You keep on making me buy stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It's so weird that that makes you mad. I don't even thought about that. I don't want to buy the stuff. I just want to plant my flowers and move my house to where I want it to go. But he's like, buy your house. Oh, yeah. You can't have a tent. Oh, yeah, man. I am like, that's true. I I, like the house now. I just, I kind of miss my tent on the beach. Mm -hmm. You know, it was a pleasant place. Yeah, I kind of liked it too. Because I think it's because I want to go camping right now, but I can't because the government says I can't. All we get is one government-sanctioned walk. Yeah, it's depressing. (laughs) (laughs) Today, we were on our walk, and we had this 8 o'clock thing where people in, was it Seattle? Just like Seattle in general? I think it's probably going to become a thing, but yeah, I think it was the Seattle Arts. Okay, so whatever it was, people came out at 8 and just like made noise. And we're supposed yards. to make joyful noise to celebrate the mm-hmm. first responders mm-hmm. and the grocery workers and delivery workers and all the, you know, the people that are sacrificing to make sure that we can, you know, and the um, garbage yeah. men. Yeah. I think about that constantly. Oh, man, I appreciate them. Yeah. I, I'm, you know Thank how, you, garbage men. Yeah. You know like, how obsessed I am about the trash. You know, like I'm, this is the main thing I'm worried about is if we get stuck in here, what are we going to do with our trash? I'm a little more worried about, let's circle, I had a point to make. Um, We were thinking it would be a good idea if instead of doing the whole making noise thing, we just let out all of our frustrated screams. Oh, yeah. Like that might be the healthier option. (laughs) I think so. I think we should all be able to open our windows at eight o'clock on Thursday nights and scream. Like- Let's not pretend to be joyful. <laughs> oh, this is awful. Okay. We are joyful. Okay. There's a lot of parts okay. about this that are joyful, for me at least. Yeah, yeah. Aww. Like, I like being able to do music for like three hours a day. Yeah. You know, it's fun. Yeah. Let's talk about the good things. Yeah, there's lots of good, like one thing I keep talking about, and I think it's so cool, like how fast innovation has come like this is humanity yeah like we're just becoming super innovative Mm -hmm. i'm super pumped to see how people are connecting Mm -hmm. um online and everything it's tiring but at the same time people are very encouraging and i'm really excited for the future for all the creative projects that are going to come out so i'm hoping that people like if we can pass the word a little bit that all the parents need to cool it with the school stuff because you're never going to be good enough okay (laughs) you're never going to be good harsh but true (laughs) true parents you suck at teaching school i can't even figure out what's the best lessons for you guys you know i can't even do that i can't even remember to turn on the school we pay for that's making videos i can't even remember to do that every day so i'm hoping that it gets around that we're never going to be good enough, you know, the school thing, and that we need to cool it and let the teachers who we should pay more and that we should appreciate more when they come back online, we're going to send our kids off to them. But in the meantime, what I think what's important for us to be doing is to be making art and to be making memories mm-hmm. and to feel safe and to play as much as humanly possible right now. I would like to end on that note. <laughs> Sorry.
<laughs> I probably look so scared. I just. <laughs> oh, Alexa's. She just turned up. off for She's no reason. She's trying to spy on our podcast. <laughs> Where was I? Um, I don't even know. <laughs> that was so yeah, scary. Yeah, I was just, you know, I was just water painting. And then I went to put Lila to bed. And guess what happened? What happened? Mom? When I was when I was looking at my Instagram, a water coloring ad came up for new watercolors. Who's been? I mean, she's spying. Yeah, like there's how, no but doubt. But the about problem it. we weren't talking about watercolors, so she just saw me doing it. <laughs> what? <laughs> What? Did they hide cameras in there? Maybe the real money Alexa is making is just selling our data. No, well, let's not get into this. I'm, I want to point out that she saw me doing watercolor. Or maybe our Alexa is just special. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta put all the options out there. Oh my <laughs> Oh, man, we are so self-involved <laughs> that we think our Alexa's even special. I'm really leaning into it. That's the point of this podcast. <laughs> this is about us. <laughs> this is not about you. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, anything else? <laughs> no, I don't think so. How are we going to end? I don't know. How are we going to end? Like, uh, should we wish them well? Like, good luck with the pandemic? Oh. Stay safe out there. Stay six feet.